T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So the narrative since April has been the Yankees are doing everything it takes to win. The Red Sox can't stop tripping over their shoes. The Red Sox 2018 is now the Yankees 2019. Can an entire baseball season end up being one gigantic rickroll? As Rick Moranis said in Spaceballs, the movie fooled you. The rampaging elephant got loose near Kenmore Square. It is the 2019 Red Sox, and it got hungry this weekend. What was an 11-game deficit had a chance to get down to seven. Now it got to nine anyway. Here is Sox Daily. It's your Daily Sox podcast. It's your Daily Sox podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Sox are doing. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. Josh Lewin with you. If uh, Thursday through Saturday was a gift, it'd be Elmo with his arms outstretched standing in front of an inferno. That set up the chance to reverse the four-game series of 1978 known as the Boston Massacre, but the Red Sox will settle for three wins out of four, as it turns out. Let's take you through day-by-day, blow-by-blow. We've already done a podcast about Thursday. That was a 19-3 win. That was awesome. Uh, Friday, 10-5 was the final. The Mookie Betts three-home run game, one of four Major League players to have one of those in a four-day stretch, by the way, kind of cheapens the achievement a little. But James Paxton had been 3-0 and with a 189 ERA in his five previous starts against the Sox, including the eight shutout innings at Yankee Stadium back in April. He'd allowed uh, two hits in that game, struck out 12. This time he was down 3 nothing before the end of the first. And it wasn't enough that Mookie had already moved into an all-time second-place tie in career three home run games. He's one behind Johnny Mize and Sammy Sosa now, six apiece. And it wasn't enough that he had already done this now at the ripe old age of 26. No, what's more, he was doing it against the Yankees. Fourth Red Sox ever to hit three homers against the Bronx Bombers. Steve Pierce did it last year. Kevin Millar did it in 04. Mo Vaughn did it in 97. First four at-bats, three home runs and a double before a ground out off the, uh, well, the ground ball getting Zach Britton in the eighth. It was 14 total bases in the first four trips to the plate. That's tough to beat. You know, Mookie made his big league debut in June of 2014, and since he's done that, he has scored more runs than any other player in the majors. He's two ahead of Charlie Blackman. He's a dozen ahead of Mike Trout. Also from Friday, Andrew Kashner was good enough because before Friday, number five starters for the Red Sox were two and nine with a 575 ERA. If Kashner's able to work into the sixth, give the offense a chance to do its work, the Sox are going to get some of those victories that they missed in the first half of the season. So uh, 2-0 and in the series with your 4-5 and five starters at this point, that's very cool. Sox had scored eight or more runs, five straight games against the Yankees at this point, a franchise record. 33 first inning runs in their first 80 games this year. You might remember that. Now 42 in their last 25, including the, the three they got on Friday. 
Three was the number for Mookie Betts, Mookie Magic, and he talked to the fellers after the game. Oh, we're back with Mookie Betts. Mookie, I know you're freezing because you got an ice bath, but uh, congratulations. <laughs> your fifth, the three home run game, and uh, you had two shots at four and did hit a double. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just uh, trying to get a hit you know, at, at that point. I mean, it's been a long season for me, and uh, just trying to uh, do what I can to, to put up some more runs. Mookie, were you aware after the three home runs of the Major League Records four and that uh, no Red Sox hitters ever done that in a game? No, I I thought I actually thought it was my fourth. I didn't even uh, <laughs> notice it was my fifth so until until I was told. Did you think about the four home runs? Oh, uh, yeah, of, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know that definitely came across the mind. But um, that was uh, the last at bat was definitely uh, was the time I, I thought about it the most. Well, you said it's been a rough year. You know, most guys would take your stats and call it a great year. And I know it's easy for everybody to compare what you did last year to this. But it seems like now a prolonged uh, success rate here for you. Uh, Anything noticeably different? Does it start to feel like uh, it felt last year for you the last uh, few weeks? Uh, I mean, yeah. I think I put in a lot of work. And, um, you know, it's it's starting to show a little bit. Early on, I was uh, struggling with... uh, kind of knowing what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. Now, uh, you know, like I said, I put in a lot of work and it's starting to show. And when you pull the ball, they've been jumping off your bat leaving the ballpark, huh? Yeah, I mean, I hadn't really done that all year. I've had a lot of deep flyouts to center and right center. So, uh, you know, being able to pull it over that monster is a good feeling. Had to be encouraging to see what Andrew Kashner did. You know, the Red Sox been kind of searching for that guy to go out there every fifth day and be dependable. And I think don't you agree that you know, this is kind of what your uh, brass had in mind when they went out and got him from Baltimore? For sure. I mean, he, uh, he's given us a chance to win, you know, each and every time. I mean, uh, and that's all we can really ask for as an offense. I think uh, we've you know, we, we got a really good offense. You know, so you give us a chance to win, that's all we can ask for. And I'm sure you have great confidence going into tomorrow, huh? Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. I mean, you got to know that they're going to they're gonna bounce back, turn the page, and, and be ready to play. So, yeah, we have to do the same. Uh, congratulations, Mookie, a night to remember. Thank you, All right, guys. there's some Mookie bets for you. Saturday, 9-5 to five was the final, and uh, one, two, three in the order has been Betts, Devers, Bogarts now. 26 of the last 27 games. Why consider anything else since it's been just an all-you-can-eat buffet of runs? Nine of them for the Red Sox on Saturday. That meant uh, eight or more in six straight games against the Yankees now. Mookie, strangely, the only starter without a hit in this one after the three-home run game. Rafael Devers, more damage done, 15 of 37 with 10 extra base hits and an eight-game hitting streak. And now here comes Benintendi. At this point, 12 for 26, seven hits in three games against the Yankees. Uh, what else can we tell you about Saturday? The Sox, 17 and three in their last 20, started by Eduardo Rodriguez, eight and one in their last nine. There was a triple for Jackie Bradley Jr., another home run from J.D. Martinez, couple hits from Sam Travis, who could actually be a bit of a player now, since I don't know when we're ever going to see Steve Pierce again. Here's an interview with Sam Travis right after the game on Sam Saturday. Sam Travis is standing by with us. Uh, Sam, congratulations. A big three-hit game for you. Very meaningful hits and a big game. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tell us about uh, your approach here, because, you, you, of course, you played because of the lefty, but you had a key hit against the Shane Green, too, or, or Chad Green, the right-hander, when you grounded that single on a slider. Yeah, um, you know, Benny let off there, got the second base, uh, and I was just going to do anything I can to get him over. Um, just put a, ball, put a ball on the ground on the right side, and 
you know, if you couldn't tell with that, that first foul ball, you know, I almost killed Chavis on deck. Yes. But, um, yeah, uh, he gave me something I can handle and put that way, and it, it worked out for us. Yeah, it's funny, Sam, because you're, you're up here, you know, you're facing lefties, and, and Mitch is as the righties, but, you know, in the minor leagues, you, you face righties too. You, you know what I mean? It's not like you just face left-handed hitters, and it looked like, you know, just knowing that approach that you have really helped you in that at-bat, not rolling over in that slider and staying the other way. Yeah, I had one thing on my mind that was uh, get him over to third base anyway, anyhow. And uh, like I said, he gave me something I could put on the ground that way, and it worked out for us. Why do you think this stint with the Red Sox has been different than some of the others for you? Um, you know, I I, uh, I kind of knew what I was what I was doing wrong um, last you know however long it's been two two three years, um, but I haven't been able to do it on a consistent basis, and you know. It's just it's been a long process, but I'm happy where I'm at, and you just got to keep going. You got to you got to keep going and not give up. Was that something that you 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 realized or found in your time back? Yeah, down I was I was I was just spinning too much, not yeah. staying through the ball. You know, I'd hit some balls, but I'd just be clipping them. Um, I, I, it's all about gaining direction for me and and letting my hands be be more free. When my hands are free and flying through the zone, that's when I'm at my best. When I'm when they get stuck on my back hip, that's when I spin and. Uh, uh, that's that's not where I want to be. And you had a stolen base to help a Look score a run, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Uh, yeah, my jump was all right, but it was kind of <laughs> slow to the plate, so I figured I'd take advantage of it. You know, Sam, you've been up here at different points in the season, but it does this this week here does have a different feel. It's like just that locker room's been talking about how you know how much talent you have. We just got to put it together. Do you sense that in that clubhouse right now that, that, okay, this is the week that we finally put it together? Yeah, well, we know what's at stake with these games. Um, this is big. These, these games coming up, uh, all these teams are ahead of us. So we got to take it one day at a time, and we come out hungry, and, you know, we got we to gotta enjoy this one. But, you know, we're right back at it tomorrow. We, we want to get another one. On a sweep. Well, Sam, thank you so much. Congratulations on a great game. Thank All right, you. there's Appreciate your Sam it. Travis. 33 extra base hits in the first three games of this series for Boston. 38 runs scored at this point. Uh, by the way, the Jets, their last three games against the Patriots, have uh, 22 total. 38 in three games for the Red Sox. Just throwing that out there. Red Sox, at this point, leading the Rays in the AL East. Uh, first time since March 30th. The Red Sox have been ahead of the Rays in the division standings. All alone in second place at this point, eight behind the Yankees, finally in a playoff position, tied with Oakland for the second wild card spot. So that's set up Sunday, and you can really cement things. You can make it a four-game sweep, national TV, all of that. Is Chris Sale back to form? He would take the mound and coming off a couple starts in which he allowed just two runs and struck out 22 in, in only 12 innings. Slider's a lot better. Fastball, good enough. You know, we, we've seen 93, 94, not 97, 98, but he's getting ahead. He's throwing his slider in different situations. No complaints until there was bottom of the order issues. Austin Romine, yeah, son of uh, former Red Sox outfielder Kevin, two run homer in the second inning. Number nine batters against Sale this year have the highest batting average of any spot in the order. He is completely handcuffed, cleanup hitters, but for some reason, number nine batters are killing him. D.J. Gregorius then a two-run homer in the fourth, the first of his 101 career Major League home runs to right field. Seriously, this one just inside the pesky pole. Bottom of the fourth, Andrew Benintendi the answer after Domingo Herman had struck out seven in three and two-thirds. 
Domingo is uh, Spanish for Sunday, by the way. So, yeah, no wonder he had a good game here. Second home run of the series for Benny. Last year, if you might recall, he had two home runs the entire second half. 4-2 at that point, but then top of the sixth. Gio Urshela pumps a slider off the center field wall, a double to knock in another Yankee run. 5-2 to to run sale out of the game in favor of Colton Brewer. A Cameron Maben grounder then goes under the glove of Xander Bogarts to drive in Urshela. And you got your four-run lead for the Yankees again. Sale ends up with five and a third, six earned runs. Did strike out seven, but his ERA is back up over four again. Domingo Herman, well, third time through the order, usually that's when he starts to wobble. And sure enough, a walk to Devers, double off the monster by Bogarts. Is there going to be a breakthrough? J.D. Martinez, sharp grounded a short, scores one run. But that's all they can get as Tommy Canely comes in to get Benny and Holt, the two left-hand batters, six to three after six. couple unearned runs in the top of the seventh. Jackie Bradley Jr. caught a ball in shallow center, didn't realize Mitch Moreland was not at first. He threw the ball to the Yankees' first base coach, and, and yeah, it was that kind of night. Xander Bogarts, by the way, was the one that was pointing, throw it to first, throw it to first. Nobody noticed Mitch Moreland was, was not there. Uh, bottom of the seventh, a little rumble against Adam Adovino. First and third, one out. Sack fly for bets to right, so they're back to within eight to four. Devers up next, plays a little wall ball. You got second and third, two outs for Bogarts, but he pops to right. Like I say, just that kind of night. Uh, top of the eighth, Christian Vasquez fails to block a Marcus Walden slider. Cameron Maben, what a nice pickup for the Yankees, Cameron Maben. Chugs home from third, nine to four, Yankees back in command. Bottom of the eighth against Zach Britton. You got J.D. Martinez and Benintendi on. Bases loaded eventually with one out. JBJ can't replicate the uh, eighth-inning salami from last year's ALCS. He strikes out on a slider of death. So up comes Christian Vasquez. And, hey, there's already been a a home run from a number nine hitting catcher in this one, right? The the Yankees' Austin Romine. But Vasquez grounds to short, making the Red Sox 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position in this one. That's after they had gone... 18 of 38 the first three nights. Bottom of the ninth, the rumble again against Chapman, who can really sweat. I mean, I, I, if, if I have ever seen any, pl- uh, any player in any sport sweat more than our oldest Chapman, I can't remember it. But uh, two pitches in, he's sweating. And then he would sweat some more because you've got a second and third one-out situation for J.D. Martinez, who is due, but he strikes out. So make that 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Before, there's more Benny baseball. Benintendi dumps a slider in the left. That brings home two. Make it a 12 for 18 last uh, four, five games now for Andrew Benintendi. I would say he's back at this point. But Chapman rallies to get Michael Chavis. Swings and misses. That is that. Nine to six the final. All zeros, ones, and twos on that scoreboard. The Yankees four two-run innings and a one. The Sox a pair of ones and a pair of twos. It all adds up to 9-6 to six, New York. After the game, the manager, Alex Cora. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to change up to Romine, the breaking ball to Didi, and then the, the one to Urshela. So the walks, too, kind of like put him in a bad spot. Um, um, he walked uh, Maven and, uh, and Voight on a 3-2 count, you know, and uh, you know, command was okay. It wasn't great. You know, I think the stuff was... Was you know the slider was uh, on and off I think, but uh, the walks put him in a bad spot. Um, you know they they there was a fielder choice there. We don't turn over play. Torres gets to first, and then Rochella gets the breaking ball down the middle of the plate and put a good swing on it. So yeah, he'll be ready for the next one over there. 
That's a free play. That's I mean, it's a blue blue ball that our center field has range. So everybody, you know, Brock goes to second. Sanders lined up to third. Mitch has to line up to the plate uh, to the plate if he catches it. And uh, Jackie got to the ball, and there was a play at second. You know, he he got back on time, and Xander reacted to Void, who was right there. So he pointed at him. Jackie saw it and threw to first base. But uh, there's no like explanation actually you know whoever is, is moving guys right now and explaining who should be where is wrong to be honest with you is there anybody who... i mean brock sees the ball sander has to line up over here you know it's, it's a tough one because it's a bloop single it's not like a deep fly ball that you have time to react to the whole play so first time i've seen it kind of like that you know void and it was a bad base running play by void and uh you know it just happened that Jackie saw Xander pointer and pointing to first, and he threw it, and nobody was there. Today was okay. Uh, you know, we, we don't make a few plays. We don't make a few pitches. I think we walked too many guys, and we pay the price. The at-bats were still there. You know, we, we pushed the envelope till the end, but overall, kind of like after the sixth inning, it was okay for us. It wasn't great. Uh, Alex, how much can you talk with Dave Dabrowski in the next couple of days, and, and you feel like you, you guys still need a... Uh... Uh, we'll talk. <laughs> I don't know how much, but we'll talk. Yeah, everybody knows what's going on. So, you know, we've been talking all the time. You know, the communication between you know Dave and myself is on a daily basis. You know, and uh, we know where we are with the club, and you know, we we know what we have to do. You know, to make it better. You think you need? You think you need reinforcement? Uh, every team does. Yeah. Bill on the right. Alex, you've seen her run. Um, I mean, the first time we faced him, we, we, we were pretty good up against him, you know. Uh, he spins the ball. He got the change up. Um, I think, um, you know, we, we chased out of the zone. Not too many fastballs today. The second time around, he did, actually. But uh, he, he goes in and out uh, in the strike zone uh, with a breaking ball and a change up. Then his fastball is good enough, you know, 95, 96. So. He did a good job keeping us off, off balance, but then after that, we put pressure on him. So, I mean, but he did a good job the first part of the game. Julian, no sales. Uh, previous two, I were good, but do you still feel like he's searching a little bit? No, no, it just you know, he, he walked two guys and he hung three pitches. It, it, it happens, you know. Uh, but I think the walks, he the walks were the one that put him in a bad spot. Jackie's uh, catching the third inning there, so not a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we see that on a daily basis. Uh, you know, the, the, the awareness around the, the wall in left, in left field and then, you know, in the triangle. You know, he is, you know, he's a gold glover because of that. You know, he prepares and he knows the hitters. He gets great jumps, you know, and uh, that was a great play. We're good. All right, there you Thank go. You. Uh, for all that has gone wrong this season, and it's a long list, the Red Sox are actually in a pretty good position to finish strong here. 56 games to go, 30 at home, 11 only outside of the Eastern time zone. And the Sox are battle-tested. They've got nine position players on their active roster with at least 12 games of postseason experience. They've got seven pitchers with uh, six or more games of postseason experience. Tom Keegan wrote it on Sunday, uh, asking what it all means here. Uh, it means the Red Sox front office is in danger of falling into the trap of recency bias here, convincing itself that all is well, don't have to do anything else because the schedule sets up nicely, they're playing better. No, no, no. 
Don't do that. Don't fall for the, uh, the image in the amusement park mirror, as Tom says. It's distorted. Now more than ever is when the Red Sox need to, to dig into their, their pockets here, give the, the roster a boost. Probably needed it all year from out of that bullpen. You need a fearless reliever from somewhere else to walk through that door, kick that door open like it's a, like a, a, an old Western movie. And everybody picks up that confidence at that point. So I don't know who it's going to be. But now that people are starting to move around, Stroman does end up in New York, but not with the team he thought. He's not going to the Yankees. He's going to the Mets. Shut up, dog. Hey, I know. Stroman should probably have not gone to the Mets. I get it. Everybody's a critic. Seriously. Uh, I'll close with one good piece of news, because the dog really does need to go for a walk here. Uh, David Ortiz is out of the hospital. And I don't know about you guys. It had been a little while since we had heard anything and your mind starts to play some tricks with you. And you're thinking, oh, man, you know, when you don't hear anything, that's probably not good news. But apparently it was just no news. And now we know that that David is out of the hospital. We we can't wait to hear him actually speak and uh, uh, talk about whatever's on his mind. But uh, hopefully... Uh, There are better things ahead for David Ortiz and better things ahead for the current Boston Red Sox. I would think taking three out of four would put a hitch in their giddy-up. They've got a day off now to kind of take a breath. Yankee series do tend to take a little bit out of you. Tampa Bay, which is uh, reupholstered a little bit. Eric Sogard, that guy who's been wearing out the Red Sox with Toronto all year, he's now a Tampa Bay Rays, so he comes right back to Fenway. And then, of course, you've got four over the weekend at Yankee Stadium. We're going to know a lot more by, uh, well, I would say about Roger Clemens' birthday, August 4th. That is the Sunday of next week. Might be a new Red Sox player or two. You might win a few more games against the Yankees, chop that lead down to say, oh, I don't know, five or six. Or you could wipe out and be a dozen out, and you're just part of that wild card jumble again. This is Josh Lewin. Uh, Try to keep a, a happy perspective here. Three out of four ain't bad. Off to walk the dog. Signing off. Bye bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.